She has the biggest tits of anyone I've ever seen. No black guy's ever heard of Fleetwood Mac. I know John Madden and I know the guy who made the shoes. I'm gonna quit jerking off so much. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am, as always, your host, Brian Beckner. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being part of what we do here. And thanks for getting back with us. It's our first show of 2015. Um, and it's been a few weeks. We, we closed out a few weeks ago with our special two-part, episode 52, our two-part All-Valley Karate Tournament episode. If you did not listen to that, like, it's the best thing we've done as a show. We had special guests. We did a roundtable, two-parter. We went scene by scene, deconstructed the great film, The Karate Kid, and it I would suggest if you do one thing, if you're going to do, if you want to do something for yourself, like people have resolutions, like I'm not going to be such a fat ass. I'm going to quit jerking off so much. I'm going to push away from the bottle of Tito's vodka. I'm going to stop eating so many meatball subs. Listen, you're, you're going to fuck that shit up soon enough. All right. Let's. It's all about having manageable goals, like doing things for yourself. Don't say, I'm not going to do this all year. Say, I'm not going to do this today. And you could also say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do something for myself today. And that's, you go to iTunes, you download, you subscribe to our show, and you listen to the two-part episode, episode 52, the Karate Kid podcast we did, because it's great. It's really good, uh, and I'm and I'm not I'm, you know usually I'm the best thing we have here, and I'm I'm not the best part of that. It's you should listen to it. Uh, okay, today on the show. Oh, oh, also over the break, we got tons of emails, tons of voicemails. I'm really stoked that people didn't forget about us. We they, even though we weren't doing shows, uh, people were still participating. Our good friend Ross Bruins was emailing me nonstop or regularly. Dave Memory and uh, we got something from. Before we left, we got an, we read an email from Balls Deep. That's that that's his handle, um, and he he sent us something else about government cheese that I didn't really understand. I don't know what that is, um, but I, I, I was stoked that everybody uh, took the time to reach out, to send emails, to send voicemails, and I would I would ask that you guys do that. E- either email us, be part of the show at mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com or leave us a voicemail at, at 949-464-TBLS, 949-464-8257, because we love – it helps with the direction of the show. Uh, it helps us know what you guys like, which even more importantly, what you don't like. Either of those things. Like if you don't like something, you're probably wrong, but I'd like to hear it. Uh, today on the show, um, this this happened over the break – and it's like I feel like people want our take on it, so we're definitely going to talk about this. The guy who drove, who got in a Twitter fight about he like he thought Kobe Bryant was really good, and some other guy didn't think he was that good, so he drove to the guy's town to fight him. So we're definitely going to talk about that. Also, I just saw this this week. Um, Adam Venetieri, I had no idea was still a football player kicker. 
Uh, he kicked a 53-yard field goal over the weekend and immediately was selected for a random drug test, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, not as funny as there being drug testing at all in the NFL, but uh, we're definitely going to talk about that. Also, are you guys like – you guys have sex? You guys occasionally have sex? Do you get – like maybe you're in a hotel, you're away, things get a little bit sexy, get a little more sexual – than what you're used to at home, and maybe you get a little noisy. Maybe you get, maybe you start having some loud sex. Well, there's some people in England who are gross looking who've had so much loud sex they've gone to jail for it. So we're going to talk about that. And I'm sure you guys know about this. I mean, double dick dude. Like, is this not? I don't know how double dick dude. This is the. We're, we're the show of record in a lot of ways. We're the sports show of record. We talk the most sports. We have the definitive take on anything sports. You come here for that. We're the pop culture show of record. We are the we're, – we're so many shows of record that I can't remember. But one of the things we are the show of record for is dongs. We're the dong show of record. And if a guy's got two of them on his body, naturally, they both belong to him, and he calls himself double dong dude – and he's written a book. Uh, we're going to talk about that, guy. So, yeah, we're going to talk about the man with two dicks. And then last year we did this. One year ago we got together, and it's a bit morbid, and it's not – you know, we're just having fun with it. Don't don't take it too seriously, guys. Ed Daly and myself, we got together, and we selected a list of people, five people plus a wild card, of who we thought may die in the year 2014. Ed and I did this one year ago, and we're going to do it again today. We're going to review our picks. How many did we get right? How many did we nail? Who won? And we're going to draft for this year, and we're going to involve Fancy Sauce. Um, We're all going to get together and discuss, do the 2015 Baller Lifestyle Death Pool. So Stay tuned for that. Um, And then, of course, as always, Fancy Pop, a lot of things happening in the pop culture realm particularly The Bachelor. The Bachelor has started off with a three-hour death slog of a program. Um, There's all sorts of cray broads doing cray stuff, getting drunk. It's just started. Um, The the Bachelor got himself yoked up. He got on the – he got Cody from the (laughs) – Bachelor alum Cody, the trainer, has trained The Bachelor, got him on a – I'm doing – finger quotes here, program, and dude has gotten cut to be on TV. So uh, we're definitely talking about that. We're, we'll talk to Bachelor during bit. Fancy Pop. Okay. Recapping everything that happened last year, Karate Kid Podcast, email the show, here's what we're going to talk about today, all of that stuff. Of course, I'm not going to do it by myself. I can only do it with my main man, my sidekick, Ed Daly. Ed, how the hell are you? I'm good. I unfortunately have to start with an apology. Yes. Uh, buddy of mine, listen to our Karate Kid podcast. Uh, oh, you, you've made another mistake. Has a nerd... No, no, no. No, no. no this, is, this is fair. I, okay. I have to apologize. Okay. He pointed out that the week before the, the Karate Kid, I promised a member of the Cobra Kai, thinking I was going to deliver Johnny on the podcast. That's true. I forgot about that. Yes. And I, I fucked up. What happened was... Johnny just straight up blew me off. Yeah. There was there was an initial contact and then nothing. Radio Johnny's silence. a busy guy. We uh, Johnny and I have friends in common. I, I probably could have helped with that, but I'm, I was lazy. Go on. 
I did get a confirmation from a member of the Cobra Kai, Bobby. I saw that. I can confirm that that did in fact I've, happen. Yes. Bobby's bald these days, by the way. And, Breaking yeah, news. No more, no more feathered hair. Yeah. And he goes by Sensei Ron. Yeah. Of course and, he does. And I got the confirmation from Sensei Ron saying he'd love to do it. It's gonna he'd be available on certain uh, weeknights. And then with the holidays, it just didn't happen. We will not give up until we have Sensei Ron, aka Bobby from the Cobra Kai, on the show. And so I guess this is an opportunity for everyone to just um, to if you have questions you want to ask Bobby. Send them to us, and we will we will pass the best ones on. That's absolutely that's a great idea, Ed. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle dot com. Listen to episode fifty two, both parts, and when we have that, we'll have lots of questions for Bobby. But we'll take your questions. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle dot com, and we'll ask Sensei Ron when we get him on the show. <laughs> hey Ed, before we left for break, we were talking about cereal, and I don't want to. I don't want. We got some good voicemails on the topics before we left. And I want to I want to catch up with those voicemails uh, before we get started on the show. But one of the things we were talking about, cereal has now ended, and it seems like so long ago. But this thing was such a phenomenon; everybody was talking about. It's over. It's ended. It ended in a way that I found very palatable. I thought it ended perfectly. And uh, but now that it's over, uh, we we forget that how much we were talking about this. And I want to play one voicemail that we got from Mark the Nomad, who offered a serial theory that I have yet to hear proffered anywhere else on any other show. Let's listen right now to Mark the Nomad's theory on the on the guilt or innocence of Adnan and or Jay. You ready, Ed? Let's do it. Here we go. Hey, what's going on? This is Mark. And listen. I'm going to keep this brief because the only thing worse than a voicemail is a long voicemail. But in regards to the serial podcast, have we not considered the possibility that Jay and Adnan were lovers? Now, he already had a hard time keeping his Muslim female relationship hidden from his parents, but I can't think of anything worse than being a Muslim and being outed as a gay male. It also explains why someone would sit in jail for 15 years and not protest if they just wanted to be around a bunch of other dudes who may possibly are DTF as well. It's a theory. It's probably wrong. Goodbye. Ed, your thoughts on that voicemail. What do you think about Mark the Nomad's serial theory? <laughs> it, it would be a lot of fun if it somehow were true. Absolutely. Um, but the problem with that is that Adnan is really guilty? Of course he is. Of course. <laughs> My but God. this, this, no, I, I really all the you know how Jay. I'm sure everybody's seen on Facebook that Jay gave some interviews, right? Um, and I, I gotta say, as shifty as his stories were, and you know the the issues with his character, I found him to be believable. Of course, and He's, and Adnan, I did not find to be believable. Absolutely, Ed. Here's the thing, and this is the last word. Here's the definitive word. We are the serial podcast of record. Wait, serial is a podcast. Never mind. We are – we will give you the final word here, and Ed's already done it. Here's the thing. Adnan's guilty, of course, and Jay has essentially told the same story the entire time. But here's the, here's the, the broader point. He was telling the, the same story before he even talked to the cops. Right. And that, that's all you need to know. He was telling people – 
what happened before he even knew the cops were looking for him or anyone else. So of course he did it. But I would it would be nice if Jay and Adnan were lovers. I hope that's true. And that was an excellent voicemail. I appreciate that, Mark. Okay, one more. One more before we get into the show. We're, we've been talking about our Karate Kid podcast, and somebody wanted to weigh in on that. We had special guests on that podcast. Of course, the superstar, actor, media icon, guy with 20,000 Twitter followers that will still send you a text telling you to retweet him. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Jason Stewart. Uh, <laughs> we also had the great Travis Rogers, my radio benefactor, uh, a, a media icon in his own right on the show. And some of the listeners to his show had thoughts on him and the Karate Kid. Travis had a, a, and some very, very serious issues with Daniel LaRusso. He did not like that guy. He he was making a point throughout the show that he was a pussy. And he, he started getting increasingly hostile. He really, really, really hated Daniel LaRusso. And somebody, Rick Romo, one of our listeners, has keyed in on that and has left us a voicemail to that effect. Have a listen. Hey, Brian. This is your good friend, Rick, at Rome Show on Twitter. I just had a comment and a suggestion, and my comment is, I really enjoyed the, the uh, Karate Kid podcast. I thought it was outstanding. Um, just enjoyed it immensely. And then I had a suggestion, and that is that I think there's a question that came up during the Karate Kid podcast that we weren't thinking about, but that I've been thinking about since. And that is the question of who was Travis Rogers. I mean, not who is Travis Rogers, but who was Travis Rogers. We know who he is. You see the dad jeans and the giant forehead, and you see a regular guy. But I think there's a question of who was Travis Rogers as a young adolescent. And he may have been a bit of a dick, but I think that you and Ed Daly and Kate might have an opportunity at some point to discuss that and we could probably get to the bottom of it but i would really look forward to hearing what your thoughts are on who was travis rogers if you ever get a chance to do it anyway thanks man take care late okay excellent voicemail i like how rick romos signs it off with late like very (laughs) hipster um okay Ed, I, this is an excellent question. We don't have Kate here. He wanted Kate to weigh in. We don't have Kate here to weigh in, but you and I can do it. Um, Travis, great point on the forehead and dad jeans. That is his look. Um, here's the thing, Ed. He wants to know which member of the Cobra Kai Travis would be, and I think I speak for both of us when I say Travis would definitely be a member of the Cobra Kai, for sure, despite his, his obvious distaste for karate, as he made clear here. But, but in this would, high school, would, the karate guys were the alpha dogs, and he he wanted true. to be. You have a to part. sort of suspend. He wanted movie. to be a part. Absolutely. So, it, were Travis a member of the Cobra Kai, which he definitely would be? We need to know which one he would be. I'll weigh in first because I'll just say this: it would be tough for Travis to become a member of the Cobra Kai based strictly on hair alone. <laughs> The guy just doesn't have the hair to be in the Cobra Kai. These guys all have very distinct hair. So suspending that, I mean, I think he he he's not necessarily Tommy or Dutch or Bobby. I mean, he's Travis. He he could just be him and mold right in and fit right in with the Cobra Kai. What, now, what are your I thoughts? I say 
He, he's Tommy. Whoa. And I'll tell you why. Yes. Because wow. At first, Tom, Tommy's Tommy a sadist. Did not, at first, Tommy did not talk about, like, he wasn't the first guy to, to throw the punch. But he, as soon as there was blood on Larissa, he got more and more into it, and that's the way Travis was over the podcast. At first, he took took a couple shots, wow. and then he he started getting more and more aggressive and calling for Larissa's beating. I I think he's Tommy. Wow, extremely well thought out, Ed. Excellent, excellent point. Yeah, Tommy is, and I I made this point. I I feel Tommy is the most sadistic <laughs> of the group. And but you're right. He sort of built over time. He really, really. He was screaming. Oh no! It was. It was. Wait. It's Bobby was to get him a bottle. No, a body bag. Tommy. Right? Tommy was. Bobby, Tommy. Bobby was the one who's like said. I think he's had enough. Like he. He was. Right. He was. He was the 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 decent of the of the Cobra guy. Bobby injured him with a perfectly legal <laughs> kick to the thigh and then immediately dropped to his knees and began tearfully right. apologizing, which yeah. was so awkward. And we'll have to ask Sensei Ron when he gets on the show how he felt. I wonder if he had like – you know, it's like doing a nude scene. <laughs> That's right. Like you got you got, you got to like talk that you got to – look, it's in your contract. It'll only be – this is an art film. <laughs> it fits the role. It's going to be – give Get me those titties out. Yeah, so we can put it on the poster. And mean, it, it was the same for Bobby. He's like, I'm like fucking Bobby's not going to apologize. Bobby's an ass kicker. Bobby got second place in this tournament. And the, and the director's like, look, listen, here's how it's going to go. You're going to need to drop to your knees and apologize like a big fucking pussy. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't disagree that Travis, if anyone, he, based on his hate alone for Daniel LaRusso, would for sure be Tommy. I think that's a great yeah. selection. But uh, good, good voice. Okay. It, yes. It, yes. Um, any? I, do you have a story for us, Ed? Oh, you, have, you know, I, I my, my my holidays uh, we, were pretty uneventful. You know, just did did some yes, regular stuff. But on uh, New Year's, right. my buddy who lives in Miami sent me a great, a very interesting text. He said, "Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Let's set this up." If you're if you're just a casual listener to the show, you may not know Ed runs in some pretty big time <laughs> circles. This guy went to the University of Maryland. He worked on Wall Street. He knows some big time dudes, and he has discussed on the show before a buddy of his, Craigslist threesome guy. The guy's a maniac. He's proposing to did, un- may or may not be hookers. Not propose. It just did. I think I I don't right, think it propose. happened. Unfortunately. Makes for a better story if we say he did. <laughs> Thanks for stepping on that. He, he He's traveling the world with Vietnamese hookers. He, or he's traveling Asia with Vietnamese hookers. He's having threesomes with random people he meets off Craigslist. He's masturbating in cars while people watch. He's doing – he's stealing dump trucks. Uh, so – but let's make it clear. This is a, this story does not concern Craigslist no. threesome guy. This is a, a completely different person. This is a different so, guy. Um, continue. This is a guy that does a lot of business in Eastern Europe and has a, uh, a pretty good thing going with a wow. lot of Russian women. And so he's, you're saying he's mobbed he's, up. He, he's, he's strangely not uh, – he's, he's into some shit okay. though. Who knows? Who, mm-hmm. who knows? <laughs> Krugerrands. Go on. But anyway, he uh. sees, let's say a year ago, he sees a really hot <laughs> Russian model. In the supermarket down in, in South Beach. This cannot go well. Go on. That's already Starts a bad sign. Starts talking to her in Russian. Like, so, ask her some 
some cheesy question in Russian, and she she bought it hook, line, and sinker. Very yeah. suave. And so he's 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 banging this chick, and she's. I sent you the I. Cuts cuts right to the chase. Speaks to her in Russian. Yeah, he said, and suddenly you know, he's there was some text exchange, and then finally when he like showed up at her place, that right. was it. So anyway, he he. Uh, I sent you the the link to her. She's a real model, like not like just somebody who seems to be a model. Like she was in Maxim, um, and right. so and she's legit, she's legit and has a career. And so he gets a text on New Year's New Year's morning. From her Russian mother in like broken English, like clearly Google Translate was involved, <laughs> and, she, <laughs> and she says, "Have you seen uh, this girl? I, I ha- have you seen my daughter? She I haven't spoken to her since Christmas Eve, and this is this is uh, eight days later. Right. So know. the immediate Uh-oh. thought is she's dead, and the reason why she has my uh, buddy's." Uh, cell phone is I guess this is her old cell phone or this was the only American contact in her old phone that her mom had so now my buddy is the point person for what has OD or murder written all over it and uh, so yeah, of course you know, yeah he was, yeah, he was the last yeah, person so to like, see her live now, right first he's got a I, I'm sure he thought of his alibi right away but the, you know we're immediately He's texting me about this, and I, I do the sensitive thing, and we start ta- sending each other CSI Miami Caruso one-liners. You ever see that? That's super cut, right. like where where they just play. Oh, that's just yes. the best clip. I've never seen that show, but those clips. It's like five five that's minutes all you need of to see. one-liners. So I'm sending him stuff like throughout the day. Looks like fun in the sun just turned into done in the sun. <laughs> like what we what we have here is a very unhappy New Year. You're like. Looks looks like the clock struck midnight on a young girl's life. So anyway, and then then I was realizing awesome. if there was a murder, his phone could be seized. Like immediately, I backed off. I was like, "Well, I really hope she's okay." Uh, so he goes over right. to his place. He goes he goes over to the place and he, he tells me on the bright side, like I didn't smell any stench, so of a rotting corpse. Um, Were you like make sure you text her because that was Adnan's mistake? That's right. Yeah, look, act concerned. So he, he he went over right, there. He's like, "Yeah, my dog didn't smell anything." So we're all right. He goes to the police, and the police are like, "Oh yeah, that girl." Uh, or so so then they're going to open up the apartment. As they're going to open up the apartment, uh, somebody like contacts that policeman and says, "Oh yeah, that girl uh, was arrested on Christmas Eve for strong armed robbery." <laughs> I love that they're yeah, just telling I don't him know that. Why. He's yeah. getting so much information. <laughs> And so then he right. has to send the text to the mom. So I have I have some good good news and some bad news. She's she is alive, yeah. but uh, she's in the uh, Miami Dade County Jail for the past eight days. And uh, so then the mom starts sweet talking to him. I guess you know he's a, he's a good dude. I mean I think I think right. He I wants think to do, he the, wants right to do the right thing, even though like. But he's but he's already you know he's he, already. That's the thing. That he wants to do the right thing. So I'm like, yeah. listen, she's getting deported. Like, just cut bait now. But now, yeah. you don't want to get you don't want to get mixed up in that. I've seen season <laughs> two of The Wire. It's, it's all down. So then the mom starts sweet talking him, and she gets him to deal with like the bail bondsman. First, he was like considering, do I put up the money? And it's like, well, she's as flight risk as flight risk gets. And so then he's dealing with bail bondsman in Miami, like he's part of Jackie Brown, and he's he. The guy he settled on, (laughs) the guy he settled on was some grizzled eighty-year-old guy who had seen it all, like just in a real, 
Yeah, that's who you go in section of Miami. Uh, so she post bond, and my buddy didn't have, put up the money, but she post bond, and immediately yeah. the mother texts him again, says she's missing again. And so it's like, oh my god, what is happening? And so today they he tracked her. They tracked her down. She's in the psych ward, and. <laughs> She's. He said. So then he goes. To, the mother's like, "All right, she's in the psych ward. Like, can you visit her or something? She's having emotional distress." So he goes to the psych ward, and he said it was like out of cuckoo's nest. Like the place reeked of urine, and he's informed. He's informed that she can't see him yet because she's partially clothed. And so then they just sit him down in a cafeteria with a bunch of other patients, and they're just all staring at him and, like, eating this disgusting slop. And he said, like, all the help, they just don't – they just see a visitor and they just pop him right in the middle there. And then she shows out and just is just doesn't recognize him and is, is – yeah, and she's Whoa. like, uh, I'm the doctor. We have 15 minutes left. And he just uh, – he texted me and said, uh, all right, I'm out of here. This is – but there is a That's silver it. lining to the story. He did it, – it, in this that, process, that, yeah, yeah. He bef- when he was trying to find her, he befriended the head of Elite Modeling Agency. So he's hoping he's hoping he can find a new model soon. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! That's he's it's like that show, Hello yeah. Ladies. Yeah, he he's dialed in. Well, at least a um, a Russian model's mother has his phone number, so that <laughs> should go well. She she should be easy. To oh yeah, the other thing they asked, uh, I guess, when he got at the hospital, they, they were asking if this was his daughter. The model. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's even well. They're like, sir, you're gonna have to wait. She's partially clothed, and he should have been like, well, I've never seen her with any clothes on anyway. Like, it's fine. I was asking. I was saying, well, what happens if the mom asks, like, she's how used he to met? Like, oh yeah, I talked to her in Russian, and then uh, and then I nailed her in about 15 minutes. You figure that she was going through the whole Rolodex of guys she's banged, and he was just the one guy stupid enough to respond. Although the, the elite models thing has worked out for him. Uh, good story, Ed. Uh, please, more Craigslist threesome guy. We have a lot. Every time you tell one of these stories, some people seem to really enjoy them. So the, the more of those, the better. Uh, but obviously, we're the sports show record. Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? Let's get into it. Fantastic story from Christmas. Um, I guess it was during the Thunder game on Christmas Day. A Twitter user named at my tweets real AF, so real as fuck, sent out the following. Yeah. I don't see any tweets saying the Thunder better without Durant. Dot dot dot. Actually, it's about five dots, which we we've got a problem with. Right. Yeah, ellipses. People aren't they winning without him? Hashtag. But when it's Kobe. Another user named Snotty Drippin jumped in and wrote LMAO and then quoted my tweets real as fuck. And uh, Mr. Real as fuck did not appreciate this. He fired back, before you jump in someone's mentions you don't follow, you might want the context of the tweets, fuck stick, at Snotty Drippin. Well, I'm, I'm, hey, first of all, I'm, I'm, right now I'm with Snotty Drippin. One, he's got a funny Twitter name. Two, he's an anti-Kobe guy like me. But real as fuck, tweets real as fuck guy, it's kind of right. I don't like it when people right. just jump in the middle of a conversation, although I've been known to do so it. Okay, continue. Drippin replies, idiot, sarcasm doesn't work when comparing a player who's hurting his team shooting 38% versus a 16-11 and 11 guy on a winner. All right? And then That's, Mr. Yeah, Real's, yeah. Mr. Real as fuck point. is starting to simmer. He tweets, if you think like the that. Lakers are a better team without Kobe because of his shooting percentage, you are a buffoon, misspelled buffoon. L M A O O O. 
Who uses the word? But is the guy eighty-seven years old? Who uses that? I've never heard that word used yeah. in my entire so they go life. Back Go and on. forth until reels fuck throws down the gauntlet. Lose, loser. Uh-oh. Three question marks. I bet I don't lose the fight. Three, three exclamation points. LMAOO. You, you in San Diego, right? Snotty dripping. Dripping yes. tries to lighten the mood or tweak real as fuck more. He writes. RT, if my tweet's real as fuck, is not a real nigga on here. <laughs> oh, yeah. nigga. And real, real, as fu- real as fuck That's then real. picks a place to meet. I'm real enough to meet and beat your ass. How's tem- Temecula sound? Is that Temecula? Temecula. Temecula. Uh, and then yes. uh, Snotty Dripping goes, fuck it, let's go, loser. Temecula. My tweet's real as fuck? Bet. Gold's Gym, be there in 40 minutes. Then, yeah, Gold's and gym. then real as fuck. Not only went on his way to Temecula, but posted pictures along the drive. And then uh, Snotty Drippin revealed, I guess, while this was happening, to he told some other people on Twitter, he definitely won't find me because I'm in Arizona at my mom's crib. Imagine how pissed he's going to be. Upon realizing <laughs> Snotty Drippin was not in Temecula, real as fuck tweeted a picture of him giving the middle finger to the Temecula sign, then tweeted, if y'all think driving 35 minutes to fight a disrespectful nigga is crazy, cool. Just understand you soft. L-M-A-O-O-O. And you're simple as you're simple as fuck if you think this was about Kobe. It's about talking with respect. Talk to me like I'm in the room. Brian, what's the craziest part yes. of the story? That someone's, someone's driving over a half hour to defend the honor of a basketball player he's never met? That someone still cares about Kobe? Or that the Twitter user Snotty Drippin is a black guy whose name next to the Twitter handle is a reference to one of the whitest bands of all time? His name on Twitter is Tweet Good Mac? Like Fleetwood Mac? Yeah. What? Oh, 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 it took me a minute. I mean, what wow. black guy is referencing Fleetwood Mac? No black guy's ever heard of Fleetwood <laughs> Mac. That's just, Tweet that's Good impossible. Mac. Tweet Good Mac. Uh, that's crazy. Okay, there's a lot going on here. First of all, <laughs> I'm Team Snotty Drippin' here. I love I love that he... If you told... There's nothing like taunting a guy who thinks he's going to fight at Gold's Gym. <laughs> that's, that's so awesome. Uh, if you told me there was an 80% chance I could bang a 29-year-old L. McPherson, but the catch was I'd have to drive to Temecula, <laughs> I'd, I'd, like, I'd really have to think about it. Much less fighting over Kobe's honor. Yeah. Kobe's to- <laughs> like, proven over his career. He doesn't give a shit about anyone. Yes, of course not. And Kobe's fucking awful. It's, he is shooting 30%. The Lakers are better without him. Also, if you're a real Laker fan, you you need to know that the Lakers need Kobe on the floor all the time because they lose when he's out there. And they need to lose a lot, a lot, a lot more games if they're going to keep that draft pick that's top yeah, five Yeah, they, they want to be high in the lottery. Yes, so the, the point is they need to lose, and the key to losing is give Kobe the ball and just let him keep shooting it because he'll shoot you right out of pretty much every game. Every now and then he'll make a shot at the end of the game, and people will be like, oh, my God, he shot that, you know, three guys on him, falling out of bounds. He makes a three-pointer to win the game. Yeah, that's like the 30th one of those he shot in that game. Eventually one's going to go in. The other 29 when, with the whole rest of his team wide open that he shot – it's he just insane. So, without question, the guy is one of the best of all time. But also, without question, sure. he's a guy just chasing points records. Like he's, of course, he's not yes. resembling. Any, I mean, he doesn't even try on defense. 
Yes, he's he's about Kobe, and that's fine. That's what we need. That's what the Lake we that's what the Lakers need right now is Kobe taking a lot of shots. So I'm team snotty dripping yeah. here. I mean, it, you know, Twitter fights they're great. Uh, okay, All what right, else? Forty two year old Colts kicker Adam Vinatieri kicked a fifty three yard field goal. Uh, this weekend uh, against the Bengals, I think. Uh, then The next day, Vinatieri received a random dr- drug testing notice from the league's medical advisor. Brian, why does anyone care about kickers being on steroids? Really? No, really? no one cares about anyone in the NFL being I mean, who, on steroids. Who cares? Like, yeah, nobody cares about the NFL being on steroids. The, no. the reason why they care in baseball is because the balls are flying, you know, a million feet longer, and that's why anyone cared ever. And it's and it's a records based football, game. The, like it's oh, you know, right. people know the numbers and but stuff. Football, Losers. it's about you know the the same offense and defense are taking steroids. So guys are, guys are just bigger and they're smashing into each other. Yeah, you need and it's you know the 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 NFL game is the equivalent of getting in like fifteen car accidents right. every Sunday. If you want them to get back out there the next week, they're going to need to inject themselves with something that makes and them kickers, feel better and I mean, makes well, them stronger. Who cares about kickers? Like, I mean, Nobody. Yeah, give like a fifty-three yard field goal is pretty badass. Like there should be more of those. Also, I saw. First of all, isn't Adam Ven- didn't Adam Venetieri kick the game-winning field goal in like the two thousand one uh, Super Bowl? Two thousand, I think. Two. 2000. He's still playing? Yeah, He's still out I think, there? Yeah, they beat I think they beat the the Rams in 2000. 2000. Yes, that that's crazy to me. That guy is still around. That's yeah. shocking. Uh but, give, but give him more drugs. Like let also like how many like college kids like be better at kicking. You can't you can't unseat a guy in his 40s. That's true. They, they college kicks out no pun intended. They kick out uh you know players every year. There's not any. There's not thirty yeah. guys that are better than a forty-two-year-old. And kickers never make that much money, so they're all but easy they're, to but cut. They do. There's always somebody better coming along. This guy's this guy's going but to the Hall elite, of Fame, like fucking the elite kickers do kick into their seventies, like Morton Anderson and Gary Anderson. Those guys were ancient. Morton Anderson had that single bar yeah. helmet. So did Joe Theismann. He, yeah, that's right. They both did. That was awesome. Uh, okay. Ed, I know yeah. you're a married guy. You, I'm, I know also that you're pretty amorous. <laughs> you're you're known to be you're you're an Irish guy. You're known to be a very very vigorous lover, and I'm sure your <laughs> wife appreciates it. And I imagine you guys, when you guys get down and have some intercourse that you're building there in Hoboken. It's like the neighbors probably have to like come up. There's the dailies again, you know, like the, like pictures start rattling on the walls and there's like vases tipping over. They kind of like, just, just turn up the TV. Like he'll be done in another 45 minutes or so. Like no, no big deal. It's not, not the end of the world. Yeah. It's Tuesday afternoon, but what are you going to do? They love each other. Well, Ed, (laughs) You and your beautiful wife, you guys aren't alone because there's some people just like you guys in England of all places. I'll read you the headline. Woman whose noisy lovemaking left neighbors fuming and led to 30 visits (laughs) from the police doesn't regret a thing. Caroline Cartwright, 53, was handed an ASBL. I just just Googled it. Anti-social behavior order. So if you're like 
if you do anything like public drunkenness, you do anything that pisses people off, yeah. they, they, they have an order. What is this, the thought police? What is this, 1984? <laughs> Antisocial behavior disorder? I don't, I don't think, I don't like that. Um, yeah, she's ha- been having noisy sex. She was twice given suspended sentences for breaching the order. She just can't stop banging. Uh, she was banned from shouting, screaming, and vocalization during sex. Irate neighbors said banging and screaming drown out the TV. <laughs> Mrs. Car- Cartwright from... T- Tyne and Ware, which is apparently a place, says she doesn't regret a thing, and she's bought a new wooden headboard to replace the noisy metal one. Uh, you gotta, you really should see the picture on the Daily Mail she's, because these. Are she two looks people. like a cross between Fat Sinead O'Connor and Spanky from the Little Rascals. <laughs> she is not attractive. She's she really has bad does. clothes. They're a. Their apartment looks like a complete shithole. Yeah, you see that like, video? If it's, yeah, I don't know if the like the the sex has destroyed <laughs> the, the apartment. Are peeling. It looks, yeah, it looks like it no looks paint like the, on the, oh, walls. the heroin den in Train Spotting. It's really disgusting. Absolutely, yes, it looks like the place that would house the the most the foulest toilet in England. Uh, it is really really gross. But apparently, she just likes to fuck and she doesn't care. Um, Ed, your well, thoughts? I, I just I, it's a lot of things. First, neighbors are just the worst. Like if if you if you live in any sort of apartment building or just yeah you know a lot of these homes I'm imagining a lot of these homes in the England suburbs are just house upon house upon house like just on top of each other. Right. Like you can't. Right. You got to live like Kevorkian in the woods if you can't handle you know city living or or close neighbor living. Like, I used to have this neighbor that all he did was play Tejano music at full blast and had a German Shepherd that just barked nonstop. And I would just, I would just dump guy. water on that dog every time they let it out back. And so he'd come That's in with awesome. a wet dog. But, like, there's just always a neighbor that just won't shut the fuck up, and this is no exception. And loud sex? No. No, thank you. I don't want to hear sex noises. Oh, you're too, you're too humble, Ed. I know. I've I've heard about you. Um, I I had a neighbor. I'll tell you what. I had this neighbor. I used to live in like a triplex, so it was like three. It was like three single floor apartments okay. in a row, and I was in the middle. I was oh, in so the you, middle. You got one. it from both sides. I got it from both sides, but it was all right. I had some um, Kiwi neighbors that were pretty cool, and then they moved out, and this woman moved in, and this little dog, and she was this fat and she. She didn't look unlike the woman in this, the loud sex woman in this story, but this woman wasn't having any sex, and she had this dog that would yip, and she was a fucking bitch. And what she would do that drove me crazy is I would have to wheel my trash cans out through her yard because that's I was in the middle, and the only way to get to the street was through the yards right. on either side of me, and hers was the easiest one to get through. So I once a week, I'd fucking open her gate and wheel my trash can out and go put it on the street. And then when they picked it up, I'd wheel it back. But she would – she put a fucking padlock on the gate and I was like, hey, I need to take my cans out. And she was like a real bitch about it. Like she was like – at first she would un, un like leave it unlocked so that I could t- take my cans out. And then, and then she would lock it before I could get them back in so I'd have to go around. Anyways, she was a fucking bitch. And so I, what I did is I wished cancer on her and <laughs> – Shockingly, wow. she got it. And so I was – yes, I was really happy about that. But the Lord works in mysterious ways, Ed, because she got cancer, but she didn't die from it. So she still continued to exist. She probably still lives there. I moved she out long ago. She haunted your existence. 
she haunted me. Neighbors are awful. Like, just calm down on your loud sex. Like, if you're having sex that loud, it's because you want people to hear your sex. Like, I know people, I've known people in my life that can be a little noisy during intercourse, but they know how to control it. They don't, they, they're noisy when they want to be, and they can be quiet when they want to be. And this, these, these scary people in England who no one should be thinking of yeah. having sex that, are doing that it on purpose. That guy looks like, he they're, looks they're, like the extra in every prison movie. Like, does he look like yeah, one he, of those beaten he looks down like guys he should in be the a, corner just eating mush and you just see a guy who's broken? Yeah, he looks like he should be in lock, stock, and two right. smoking barrels. Ugh, or, yeah, disgusting. Yeah, for couple. sure. Loud sex. Uh, okay, next story, Ed. Um, this is my favorite. This is this is something I've been really wanting to talk about. I can't believe this isn't like the cover of the New York Times. I can't believe I'm not <laughs> turning on the nightly news and seeing this. Of course, I'm talking about Double Dick Man. Is everyone out there familiar with Double Dick Man? I feel like I'm late to the party. I, I, pardon me. He's called Double Dick, dude. Excuse me, Mr. <laughs> Dick. I've forgotten about you. Let me tell you about this guy. Uh, one year ago, an open. this is from Rolling Stone. It's the, the headline is, Love Me Two Times, The Man with a Double Penis Speaks Out. A year after his eye-opening – you know if something kind of gross is happening, Reddit's going to be involved. A year after his eye-opening Reddit AMA, the man who goes by Diphallic Dude or Double Dick Dude has published a new memoir, Double Header, My Life with Two Penises. <laughs> One year ago, an openly bisexual man – Can you imagine? I mean, can you is there such a thing? Is there such a thing as yeah, a bisexual man? They call it gay dude. Um, okay. Yeah. It's a can game. you imagine? I just yes. sorry to cut you off, but can you imagine if you ordered that book on Amazon? Like what? What you know? Because once you order something, it's like, well, people who read yeah. this might yeah. like the suggestions. Oh Those suggestions <laughs> would be horrendous. Yeah, it'd be like subscriptions to Hondo and all sorts of gay porn <laughs> type stuff. Uh, okay. The, the an openly bisexual man identifying himself as double dick dude. It's pretty good name. Yeah. It's like pretty, pretty apt, apparently. Answered questions on in a Reddit AMA about the ups and downs of living with two fully functional penises due to a medical condition called diphalia. Now, to commemorate the anniversary of his big reveal, he has published an entertaining, detailed, and incredibly not safe for work e memoir, Double Header My Life with Two Penises, writing about everything from his wild hair-raising sexual exploits to some of the travails he suffered as a result of his con condition. I, my thing is that he's, he claims to be bisexual, and he probably, maybe he would prefer to have sex with broads, but, but only a right. gay dude is going to be in on Down a dude with two dicks. Like, it, there's no chick in the world that that's that, that's that freaky. Also, um, I'm not sure where it says it, but I've read that his two penises are both more than ten yeah, inches. That in is 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 really tough because if I had two of this penis, they wouldn't add up to ten inches. So it's it's right. It's that's pretty. It it's pretty <laughs> staggering. <laughs> it's yes, that's too much. And you know, like a lot of guys, like that's. One one ten inch penis is too much for pretty much any chick to handle. Uh, two ten inch penises. I mean, no wonder he's dating dudes. He he. I made the mistake of clicking oh, on his no. Tumblr, and there are oh, pictures God. of his two dicks there. Um, there's also like some very very like just just. 
disturbing pictures of his his um, anus uh-huh. um, that I was not looking to see. But he definitely he he's got two dongs. I made a concerted um, effort to not click on that link. Well, I I did. But I show it. that's true. You were like, in research mode. Yeah. Um, a, a quote from him, he said, having had two penises my entire life, I can't do anything but imagine what life with only one is like. When I look down at them, I think that'd look really weird if there was only oh. one down there. Then the AMA changed my perspective. Almost the entire male population of our planet looks down and sees only one. I noticed during the AMA a mixture of disbelief, jealousy, and envy. Wrong. I don't know about that, double dick, dude. Take it from a guy with two penises. Teen years and high school are not made any better with an extra penis. My penises made life hell for a while. I discussed this in my book. Ed, are you going to be running out and picking up this No, tool? and this guy, I, I did read the Rolling Stone interview, and it he does sound really dumb. Like, he... He 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 lost a lot of brain. Like he certainly doesn't have two brains. Yes. Um, and I, you know, I I read some things that were really it was really tough to read. Like he talked about one time ripping it when he was trying to have sex with a woman in both holes. Oh it was, my it was God. Dis- it was disgusting. Well, and he'd have and to, he'd have to lay side. I mean, not to he'd have to go sideways, right? Like this. To, yeah, I they're not I on top of each other. They're next yeah, to each other. I know. And he said. Uh, he said that he in the in the Reddit Reddit thing he took some hatred because uh, he thinks people were they were they were mad at him for using the wink face regularly. He's like, that's just something I do. I was like, what? Like, of course he's a gay guy, <laughs> of course. And then I had to stop. Like I was disgusted enough, and then I had to stop the interview when the interviewer asked him what his favorite music is to have sex to. Oh my god! <laughs> Why that question? How, how is that a question? <laughs> Like who? People need music. What is this, Larry Dallas? Who, who has music on when they're having sex? Uh, yeah, it's it's an off-putting thing, but um, I'm I'm still shocked that it's not just the number one story on every newscast. Right. Hopefully, this is this is the snake order of the, of 2015. You know, screw Sensei Ron. Like, we need to get this double dick dude on the show. <laughs> I don't know. Talk about his two dicks. His multi, His two Wait. 10-inch dicks. Who knows? He said his identity is secret. Maybe it is Sensei Ron. Oh, what a what a reveal that would be. <laughs> that would that would really that would really uh, couple couple questions, uh, Sensei Ron. First, are you double dick dude? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Ed. That is. Uh, hey, we're the we're the sports show record. We're the, pop, yeah. we're the pop culture show record, celebrity show record, bachelor show of record. We're the don- crazy, crazy Russian model show yes. of record. Yes, yeah. Craigslist threesome. Now we are apparently the two dicks show, a guy with two dicks show <laughs> of record. Really happy for us. Uh, okay, that's – what have we done so far? We talked sports. We talked guys with two dicks. We talked loud sex. Adam Vanettieri, all of the stuff everyone's been clamoring to hear about, they heard about here, of course. We're back. First show of 2015. It's time It's time now. We need to review what we did 2014. We need to get it going. We need to bring on our own Bachelor correspondent, pop culture correspondent. We're going we're gonna to review last year's death pool results, and then we're going to get in and draft this year's death pool. Who do you think 
Play along at home. Somebody, I, I put this out on Facebook, and somebody came up with a good one that I wish would have been mine. Scott Stapp. Mm. He, he's wasn't he threatening to kill a president? Yes, Scott Stapp is crazy. He's he's near. He's in a paranoid episode. He's supposedly destitute. He is someone that could easily die this year. I wish I would have thought of that. Scott Stepp is an excellent one. Let's get back. Let's review. Um, first, let's be. Let's have Kate McManus, Fancy Sauce, join us now. doing kate hey i'm good hey kate hi ed happy new year happy new year i feel like i haven't talked to you in since last year yeah since you since, guys were texting last night <laughs> yeah, since since, uh, since old karate yeah, yeah. karate kid oh, that's right karate the karate kid. kid podcast okay let's review so last year ed and i got together we solicited submissions and then we chose our own and the, the way it works is we pick people that we're not trying to be morbid. We're not trying to be gross. We're just yeah. trying to be right. Right. You know, that's yeah. what that's what gambling is. You got to take right. emotion out of it. And so just just to give you guys the lay of the land, we'll go through the field, the, the people that are just off the board because they're just too obvious. The There's the everyone's top pick every year category, Lindsay Lohan, that she's always the first to go. We're not going to pick her. There's the should have been dead a decade ago category. Of course, people like Courtney Love, Scott Weiland continue to live. Axl Rose is still out there. Um, the Steve Jobs delaying the inevitable category. Aretha Franklin still hanging in there. Always a little bit shocked that she makes it through another year. Um, the she heart, keeps herself in good shape. She does. She eats healthy. Uh, the, the, she has the biggest tits of anyone I've ever seen. They're massive. She does. Great point. What she, what, what she lacks in health, she has in giant hats. <laughs> That's for sure. She's a legend, but she's she's she had some health problems. Um, the hard-living fat guy that could drop off at any moment category, Rob Ford. I think he's uh, also got a cancer diagnosis. He, he might now. actually be dying. Yeah, he's not, he's not going to make it through the year. Thoughts and prayers. I like that guy. The young might be on drugs, might be nuts category. I always go with Frankie Mooney's here. He's like had a few strokes, even though he's 17. He also races cars somehow. He was on a TV show and he's got like $700 million in the bank. He could easily coke himself out. Um, honorable mention there, Kesha. Never know with her. She could OD at any moment. Who knows what she's up to? Then, of course, there's, we talked about this last year, the too much money might die in an experimental test flight category. <laughs> Richard Branson. There's... <laughs> He's, he's, yeah, there's, there's always some sort of space shuttle, homemade yes, space shuttle, yes, or yes. or he's going to go in a hot air balloon in a wicker basket over Nairobi. Guys, guys, not content to sit on his island with his, with his. He can't get the elite models phone number from Ed's buddy apparently, so he's out there being an adventurer. He'll he'll probably kick it doing that. Um, of course, the pussy was my downfall category. Mike Douglas seems to have survived that. Um, we'll see. Who knows. Um, there's the maybe 70-year-old dude should ease up on the yayo category. Looking at you, Jack Nicholson. I see you sitting courtside. Uh, there's the maybe 70-year-olds shouldn't quit yayo cold turkey category. Of course, I'm talking about Keith Richards there. He Whatever he's doing, he's like preserved. 
He shouldn't stop. Yeah. Keep smoking, like, keep drinking, shoot heroin a couple times a year. Nobody's going to question you because it seems to be working for you, Keith. Uh, there's the could die at any moment of anything, but will probably live to be 95 category. Charlie Sheen. I mean, he's he's smoking freebase. He's drinking. He's fucking hookers. He's on boats. And he talks, he talks like he, he smokes a carton of cigarettes at once. He looks like absolute his shit voice, all the his time. His voice is terrible. Yeah, he's threatening his dentist. He's getting in fights with people at Taco <laughs> Bell. Uh, he looks like a party. I don't, I don't think he's going to die. He's like the next Keith Richards. Um, there's the Anna Nicole Smith, we didn't see it coming, but how did we not see it coming category? Anybody that checked out the show Couples Therapy, which was on at my house quite a bit, if you've seen Jenna Jameson lately, that it's I'm shocked that she continues to walk the earth. She weighs about 73 pounds. She looks terrible. Um, she could go at any moment. The presidential race to the battle, race to the grave battle royale, always not, not the happiest of subjects, but we're... I'm not sure who's going first. Could be George H.W. Bush. Maybe Mr. Dick, Peanut. Yeah, Mr. Peanut. Dick Cheney. Yeah, Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. Barbara H.W. Bush is no spring chicken. And W.J. Skeletor Clinton. He does not look healthy either. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Who knows what that guy's up to. So uh, eventually one of those guys is going to go. And it could, be, it could be all of them. They could all go this year. You never know. Yeah. Nobody's hoping for that. And then, of course, the, the more fun part, the wishful thinking award, the insufferable people. I'm talking Donald Trump, Oprah. We did get a good one last year. Who's that? Fred, Fred Phelps. Fred Phelps. That, that is a good one. We lost him. Uh, you know, Anne Hathaway, Taylor Swift, Kim and or Kanye, Chris Jenner, Justin Timberlake, Jamie Foxx, Jared Leto, anyone on Glee, anyone that I'm loves- pro, I'm pro Jamie Foxx. Oh my God. Pro. Anyone that loves Sons of Anarchy, anyone that posts vines of their cat, uh, th- those type of people is who I'm talking about. You get the picture. Uh, okay, and so let's get into last year's results. Ed, do you do you remember who you took last year? I know my first pick was Culkin. No, you skipped before Culkin. You had one that I thought for sure was a winner. I thought he might have already been dead and it would just oh, get announced. Fidel, Fidel Castro? Fidel Castro still hanging in there. Did not die this year, shockingly. Um, you also had another good choice, and I feel like you could keep taking this guy and eventually you'll be right. Of course, I'm talking about Macaulay Culkin. He, he again, he... If he weighed 75 pounds, I would be shocked. He's got a band. He's whatever he's doing. It does not is not helping his look. Um, you also chose Mackenzie Phillips, which I thought was an odd selection. She's been out of the spotlight ever since we found out she was having consensual adult sex with her dad. Uh, she survived that. She's still hung in there. She didn't die. Another great pick you had last year, William the Refrigerator Perry. Kate, are you familiar with William the Refrigerator Perry? No, who's that? He was a football player. He's Famous for being fat, like uh-huh. he was. He was bigger than all the NFL players in yeah. like 1985. Okay. Super fat, scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl in lieu of Walter Payton, who did not. Um, uh, John Daly, another Ed had great picks last year. I'm surprised one of these people didn't come through for you. And then no. you also had a, a pick. I don't know if we can verify this. We did a story about a guy 
who claimed to be the drummer for Whitesnake. He was not the actual drummer, but you had picked him to die. You may have won with that. I don't know that we can yeah. verify. We're going we're to say that he died. Then what we like Then what we like to do, and this was a great job on your part, Ed, what we like to do is pick, because we're not all morbid here. We're not all about death. We're about, we're about we're celebrating. We're about life. Yeah, we're about life. We're about celebrating people. And we like to choose one person that everyone expects to die who won't. And Ed, you hit a home run on this one. Abe Vigoda, 93 years old, 93 years old, continues to live. He made it all the way through 2014. Excellent, excellent choices. Uh, Okay. I picked last year. I was really, really feeling this guy. I took the Nazi Pope. You know, he quit being Pope. Uh, There was a lot of rumors about him. He used to be a Nazi. I felt like there was some... There was some karma coming for that guy. He, he made it through the year. Uh, again, another karma selection, Jerry Sandusky. I thought he would get domered in like the prison laundry, but he made it. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, she doesn't look healthy to me. I'm not sure what's going on with her, but she survived the year. I, I was hopeful that Carrot Top might go in a tragic plastic surgery thing. Unfortunately, he made it. Uh, Pete Rose, you never know. I just saw him on a Skechers commercial. He survived the year. And then uh, my wild card, I just went out of, out of the blue and I thought, hey, Wesley Snipes, he just did a, a bid in the joint. He's been evading his taxes for a while. He's, he's doing Looks these, yeah, he's, yeah, he's doing these blade movies. I thought, Hey, who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll take a shot. He, he's a youngish guy, but Wesley Snipes, I'm sure survived the year. And then my, my upset pick. And this, I was really proud of myself because she's had multiple legs amputated. She's basically Arthur Digby Sellers in the Iron Lung now. It's like she doesn't, she has very few body parts left. She hasn't left her home in years. She's cloistered away while her husband spends her accumulated riches. Of course, I'm talking about Zsa Zsa Gabor, who many predicted to be near death. 10 years ago and still continues to live in her Beverly Hills mansion. Zsa Zsa Gabor made it through 2014. So Ed, we missed because we're the show of life. We missed on all our death picks last year, but we both hit big and pushed our bet because we both won on our upset specials, Abe Vigoda and Zsa Zsa Gabor. Great job us. Yeah. Good job by us. We picked life. (laughs) Okay, so that that's how we do it. We do five regular picks, one wild card, and then the upset special. Kate will join us this year. Uh, Ed, let's go. I'll defer to you. Who are your picks? Just go right through them. Tell us, who do you have this year? Number one, Jan Michael Vincent. Wow, excellent pick. I, now, have we confirmed, have we confirmed that uh, Jan Michael Vis- Vincent continues to walk the earth today? Do we know he's still alive? Well, he's not walking because he That's had right. one of his feet That's amputated, right. but he's he's not he looking did? so hot. Yes. Yeah. He's, he he, he, he went from being about as handsome as it gets to yeah. not yeah, he he's fixing it. He die. was a beautiful man. He was in the movie Big Wednesday, a classic movie with another a good choice. Gary Busey was his co-star in that movie. <laughs> wow. Uh yeah, Jan Michael Vincent, excellent choice. I believe he even has an eye patch, which is never really a good sign. Also, yeah. he looks like he's 95 years old. He looks like complete shit. Uh, I, you got a good choice there, Ed. So, solid value there with Jan Michael Vincent. Who else you got? Number two this year, same as number two last year, Macaulay Culkin. T- 
take him um, every year, Ed. Yeah. I, I, yeah, he just he doesn't look well. It's a, it's a, it, although it's very sad because I watched Home Alone around Christmas with my kids and and uh, you know he was such a cute little kid and he's he's not looking. That's good. why you don't want to be a cute kid. The worst thing you can yeah. be is a cute kid because you end up looking like Macaulay That's Culkin right. as an adult. <clears throat> okay, Ed. Clint, Clint, How- Clint Howard was a cute kid. That's right. He was a gentle Ben. He was an, <laughs> he was a very cute kid. Uh, I, I'm going to take someone that's going to hurt you. Brian Wilson, Beach Boy. Oh, 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 oh. so cool. <laughs> guy, a guy who did not take good care of himself. He is a little um, odd. He's got some mental problems, probably some physical problems as well. You're going to get some good value there, Ed. That's, a, that's an excellent choice. That said, Brian Wilson is a genius. He is. He made a sound that no one else made. He is one of the great musicians of all time. Continue. Uh, a guy that we've discussed for being not nearly as old as we think he is, Wilfred Brimley. Oh, he's still alive. That's right. He's yeah. only in his seventies. He's he's still in his late seventies, and yeah, he he's looked like death warmed over for a quarter century. Any of these so. people could go any day, Ed. You could, you could go undefeated here. All here, of these people could die in twenty fifteen. Okay, who else do you have? Here's the hammer. This is the last one I got. Now. Each year, we've had a sitcom star from our youth check out. We had uh, Mr. Drummond two years ago. We had Alice from the Brady Bunch this year. I'm going with Isaac, Ted Lang. Holy shit! Ted Lang! <laughs> Ted Lang. I just, I, I hate I hate to see it go, but I think he's going to the... Uh, Big cocktail bar in the sky. Stubing is still alive. Like to, to go, Ted Lang. That is abs. That is definitely a wild card choice. Okay, let's recap. You've chosen. And hold on, I'm typing these. You've oh got- wait, I, I do want to point out what I did have a pick that somebody on Twitter suggested, so I didn't use it as my own. But I, I had already thought of this guy. I think Bill Russell. That's your bonus pick. Oh, no, Bill Russell. You get him to. Okay, we'll make him the wild card. So let's let's to recap. You have. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm going on a limb. I'm bumping Culkin off the list. I'm taking. I'm taking uh, Bill Russell. No, that's you. Still get Culkin because you get five. Oh, pardon me. Oh, I sound like Macaulay Culkin. You get five <laughs> plus your wild card. Okay, which would right. be Bill Russell. So you've got Jan Michael Vincent, Macaulay Culkin. Hold on, I'm cutting everything in here. Brian Wilson, Wilford Brimley, Ted Lang, and Bill Russell <clears throat> as your wild card. Ed, tell me who is your upset special? Who is going to make it? Who's going to live the year that everyone thinks is going to die? Well, I I do think Vagoda will make it another year, but I'm I'm going to pick somebody new. I'm going with George Kennedy, who is dragline from Cool Hand Luke, and he was Drebin's partner, Naked Gun. He's a month shy of ninety right now. Is he still alive? Yeah, and he's a heavy set man. Drevin's partner. Wow, that is yeah. He will be lucky to make it through the year. I already thought he was dead. Uh, excellent choices, Ed. Really, really impressed with your draft. Once again, you have brought the heat. Uh, that's going to be tough for any of us to overcome. Let's go to Kate McManus, Fancy Sauce. Kate, you are all about life. I know this was not easy for you to do, as you are a sweet person. You're not evil like Ed and I. Did you hear me telling that story about Ed having loud sex? I did. Can you believe that? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, okay, Kate, 
Tell me, who are your choices? Who do you I, have? Who's not going to make it I through might, 2015? I might not have put as much brain power into this. We'll see. <laughs> um, I've got Amanda Bynes in the Anna Nicole Smith category. Amanda Bynes is a, is a good value pick because yeah. she's young and she's crazy and she is very unpredictable. She could go at any moment. I like that choice. What else? Um, I have Suge Knight. Wow, Ed, what do you? How do you feel about that? Suge Knight is thought to be say, unkillable. Yeah, that, that's that's the problem. That would be although maybe heart disease can do what bullets can. It's true. He's like he needs a well placed bullet. He's like seven hundred pounds. If no, you get Suge, there's Knight, no such thing as a well placed bullet. That guy's got <laughs> he's got armor. If you if, his head. if you get Suge Knight, you could get ten points for each bullet he survived because <laughs> that is that would be a major upset. Suge Knight is unkillable. Okay, what else? Um, John Goodman. Whoa, oh, John! I, I would Good. be sad. Oh, that would oh, be a sad. One. Okay. I would be sad. John Goodman. As sad as as James Gandolfini. John Goodman. Good. That is true. John Goodman is a legend. Let's hope you are wrong with that one because he's a great actor. We don't want to see John Goodman. I don't want to be putting bad okay. vibes hey, out. Hey, don't. You're not putting out bad vibes. You're trying to win. Okay. Okay. Who else you got? Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Because I, I can't believe someone hasn't shot him yet. I can't believe I didn't put him in the insufferable cra- category. Chris Brown is the worst human being living on this planet right now. And Hollywood and the music industry are fucking assholes for putting him on TV. I agree. And prop, put him on the freaking Grammys and the American Music Awards. Um, this very, guy very is very disappointing. This guy is the scum of the earth. Yeah. And I hope he dies this year. I hope you're right, Kate. Who else? Um, and this is similar to John Goodman, um, Rob Kardashian. <laughs> Ed, do you know who that is? Ed, can you stop having loud sex for a minute and let us know who, <laughs> do, if you are aware of the existence of Rob Kardashian? I, I only know of him because this came up like a couple months ago on the show, but I still have never seen him. You should I, Google I still a picture. Know. He's overweight and he's a shut in because he's overweight and he may or may not have like a serious weed and scissor addiction yeah he's very pasty he lives with his sister he may or may not be on i don't the, think he's been outside him on the codeine cough syrup he's mm-hmm. got a sock line his it seems as though his mother who is evil ha- oh, you see that heavy i'm looking at a picture it doesn't look yeah he's real fat he it seems as though his mother who is evil ha- has shunned him in favor of his sister's um, it's a sad situation all around, but if he dies, it'll be a happy situation for Kate because she'll get points. Uh, who else you got, Kate? Um, okay, so my upset is Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas, really? Wow, he's shocking that he's still. That is that would be an upset if he was able to last the year. He's he's not the picture of health. He's had a stroke. He's he used to be just about one of the most beautiful men, men on the planet. Yeah. I mean. This guy was handsome. Okay, let me count. One, two, three. I've got my wild card. Four, five. Okay. Who is who is your wild card? You've got Kurt Douglas as your upset. Who is your wild card choice? Someone that just no one imagines will die that you think will die this year. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, Ed would be so bummed. He has often bought tickets to see <laughs> his movies. Ed watched his project Greenlight, including the movie The Battle of Shaker Heights. Ed, one of the biggest Shia LaBeouf fans out there. I know that's why you've used him as your wild card crazy. Um, wow, great picks here. Great picks by Ed. Let, let me recap. Ed took Jan Michael Vincent, Macaulay Culkin, Brian Wilson, Wilford Brimley, Ted Lang, 
And his wild card was Bill Russell. He's got the upset special. George Kennedy will last the year. Kate's taken Amanda Bynes. Good value there. Suge Knight, who heretofore was thought to be unkillable. John Goodman. Chris Brown, who we all hope dies. Rob Kardashian, who who knows about that guy. And her wild card, Shia LaBeouf. Her upset special, the guy who's going to last the year that no one thinks will, Kirk Douglas. Excellent job, both of you. My turn. I'm going to select, I'm going to start with former CBS News stalwart. He's from Texas. He hasn't been seen around lately. I don't know what he's up to. I don't know how he's looking. I just got a bad feeling in my gut. Of course, I'm talking about Dan Rather. Dan Rather, I don't, I just have a feeling this might not be his year. You You know what's sad about him? Uh, he was on Stern like a couple months ago. He's promoting a show on one of these cable networks that you've never heard of. Current TV. Yeah. Like, he's he's trying to get something going yeah, he, on something that he, will never he, get going. He got kind of done dirty by CBS, and that, that, that may take the life out of him. I don't know. I just got a feeling. Dan, rather. Uh, additionally, if, you're, if you ever watch the ESPN Sunday NFL pregame show. I think it's called Sunday Countdown. Um, Mm -hmm. Mike Ditka does not appear to have all of his faculties. I've seen him doze off a couple times. I I don't know. He could live out the rest of his years at his bar in Chicago where he's often seen drinking red wine and propositioning women. But I feel like this could be it for Mike Ditka. Mike Ditka, 2015 is his last year on the planet. Another one. You know who doesn't live very long lives? Pro wrestlers. <laughs> That's true. They always die. Like, you can name pretty much any pro wrestler from your childhood, and he's dead. Ravishing Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning, Bam Bam Bigelow. These are just names off the top of my head. They're all dead. Uh, pretty much Every wrestler from your childhood is currently dead. Randy Savage, uh, you name it. There's one that's still kicking. Of course, I'm talking about Hulk Hogan. And 2015 could be the year for our guy, Terry Bollea. Remember that sex tape he had a couple years ago? That was weird. That was so gross. So gross. (laughs) Gross sex. Not like the beautiful, noisy sex Ed and his beautiful wife have. So I am going to go with Hulk Hogan as one of my choices. And then, Ed, this is weird. You chose Brian Wilson, the genius, the legend Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys as one of your choices. I've got Carney Wilson, his daughter, mm. from Wilson Phillips. She's very overweight. She's not fit. She's not fit. She uh, she got the gut surgery where you get your stomach removed, but then she ate it through didn't it. Take, didn't take. <laughs> it didn't so take. It didn't take. So did, by the way, so did Chris Christie. Did you notice him in the Cowboys box? Still fat. Still yeah, very, very Really fat. fat. Yeah, the gut surgery doesn't always take if you eat right through it. Uh, so I, I don't have high hopes for Carney Wilson. Uh, also, this guy, this is a sleeper pick, and I'm surprised he was still on the board when it came to me. He's got diabetes. Diabetes. He's got, he wears a bandana with a wig underneath it. He's not old. He also wears mascara. He's out there rocking like state fairs and shit. He almost got killed by a stage not that long ago. Of course, I'm talking about Brett Michaels. Also, sex is a lot of randos. Could pick something up. Gonorrhea. Who knows? I, I just have a bad feeling. Brett Michaels, this could be your year. My wild card, this guy's had cancer before, and a precipitous fall from grace could take its toll this year, 2015. 
Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. This may not be your year. And my upset special, I'm going with the same person I took last year. Zsa Gabor will make it despite the fact that she lost her daughter today. She will She will make it yet another year. Zsa Gabor lives to see 2016. Okay, guys, excellent job. Let's get into it. The Bachelor started last night. So much to talk about. So much happening in the world of pop culture. Of course, I'm talking about Fancy Pop. Kate, what do you have for us today? You guys know I love a celebrity wedding. And last night, Cami Diaz and Benji Madden, Joel Madden's twin brother, you don't hear much about, tied the knot after nine months of dating in a Jewish ceremony, even though I didn't know either of them were Jewish. I don't think they are. Cameron Diaz. Well, she's from Long Beach. She's she's certainly not Jewish. No, obviously I know who Cameron Diaz is. She married, married, um, do you know who the Madden brothers are, Joel and Benji? No. They have an awful group. They were in a band. Wait, they were in a band. From Maryland, where you went to college, called Good, Good Charlotte. Charlotte. You probably love that. Uh, yeah, I, I vaguely know the name, but you need, yeah, you need, I, you I need, know John Madden, and I know the guy who made the shoes. No, that's neither. That's neither. That's, Steve Madden. that's neither. But I'm guy. saying those are the Madden's I know. <laughs> that's neither guy. Look, you need. Brian will describe Benji Madden to you. Brian, go. He. What does he look uh, like? He's lots of bad tattoos. He looks like he's about is five. He, is he in shape? He looks like he's about five five. He's kind of tubby. Um, he was, he's got like an overgrown, like goatee that like grows down his neck. Um, he wears a sideways flat bill hat, even though he's probably my age. Does he have any tattoos? He's got all the tattoos. He's covered in tattoos. Uh, he wears those like soccer sandals to the beach. Adidas ones. Yeah. He's got a brother that's married to Nicole Richie. He was in an Tim, awful Tim band. Brother. I'm he's sure fit. he's. But Joel's fit. Is it, I don't know. I have no idea. They're twins. They're, they made terrible, terrible music together. Um, Joel Madden is a um, is one of the coaches on The Voice in Australia. Yeah. Uh, well, well, it's crazy. Like Cameron Diaz has been on the market for ages. She's here, a fucking movie star. Here, here are some guys that Cammy has dated. Who has she fucked? Matt Dillon. Yeah. Chris Angel. She dated yeah. Chris Angel. Yeah. Oh my Who's God. Chris Angel? The magician. What do you mean he's? Chris, uh, mind C-R-I-S-S. freak. C-R-I-S-S. Oh, yeah. Chris mind Angel, freak. mind freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't pretend like you <laughs> yes. don't know who Chris Angel Sorry. is. Sorry. Um, what was the last time somebody talked about that magician? It I, was, I, I'm pretty sure that was way deep in her I think archives. He's, I think I he's from like Long Island, like your neck of the woods, Ed. Jared Leto, Justin Timberlake, Kelly Slater, P. Diddy, Bradley Cooper, and A-Rod. She's dated all of those guys, but um, during her speech, her toast to her man, she said... I waited because I didn't want to settle. That's right. She, Boom. She didn't want to settle. Yeah, they, you know they've been dating for some time. I do remember of, of celebrity couple history. I do remember this. When she was with Justin Timberlake, it was like Cameron Diaz is dating that like boy years. band guy. Like mm-hmm. she that, but that legitimized him. Like it, it was That's true. shocking. Yeah. It's sho- It was shocking that like that the the hot movie star was dating some boy band. Well, also yeah. he's like ten years younger than she is. Like that that was a that was a quite a May December thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that was ve- that what that did legitimize him. I'm, Great point. Ed. I'm happy for her, and maybe she has waited for the right guy. Hey, good maybe for he's her. really nice. That, I hope know? so. I hope so. Uh, okay. What what else is happening, Kate? Besides celebrity nuptials, um, you'll like this. Katy Perry and her ex John Mayer, who you love, may have had a sleepover and may be back together. I'm not sure where Diplo is. Have they broken? Yeah, up? Um, what happened to her in Major Lazer? 
Anyway, um, continuing their 2014 beef, Katy Perry is also rumored to be planning a Taylor Swift diss during her Super Bowl performance. Cool. I hope this is true. I want this to happen so bad. I really hope this is true. Ed, are you excited for the Katy Perry Taylor Swift diss <laughs> at halftime of the Super Bowl? Yeah, I can't wait. And it's going to be something that I won't even understand, right? Like they're going to she's going to make a reference in one of her lyrics. I mean, who's gonna? Know I feel like your I about? feel like your wife would be able to explain it to you. Uh, she doesn't really listen to that music. Uh, you don't. I, well, I don't listen to the music. Hashtag hetero. But I'm, I'm I think, aware. I think you do. I do not. I, I'm, I'm aware of what's <laughs> happening in the world. Uh, okay, we'll we'll be looking closely for that. Also, John Mayer. First of all, this guy. He's looking pretty good. He banged Jennifer Aniston. He's looking pretty good lately. Katy Perry. Yeah, his fucking list and Taylor Swift. Ta- well, I'm not. I'm not into other, her. Right? I'm not into her. Okay. Well, it's mostly Aniston. Who, who else has he banged? Well, who's on his list? Um, I'd have to Google. He's it. banged pretty much every chick in Hollywood. I don't know how he does it because he sucks. His music sucks. I mean, he's got a lot of money, but there's plenty of dudes with a lot of money. Uh, more power to him. Props to John Mayer. That guy knows how to get it done. In the sack, much like Ed Daly. Uh, okay, Kate, what else? Okay, the only thing I love more than two celebs getting hitched is a celebrity divorce. Jeremy Renner, who I was in an elevator with once, um, is, seems like he could be a gay man. Is he taller than you? Um, barely. Barely. Yeah, and you're 5'3"? Yeah. yeah. You don't like Jeremy Renner? Oh, I do. Yeah, no, no one said anything yeah. bad about him. I like it him as an like actor. you're gearing up. I like, yeah, I like I him as an actor. Um, yeah, he's a pretty good actor. I, I, he seems like he could be a closeted gay man. I, that's the rumor. Yeah, that, there's been rumors about he, him. Apparently, he secretly tied the oh. knot last year after ten months. Um, he's now getting a divorce. Yeah, yeah. To, and the chick is like a Canadian she, stripper. Yeah, and court papers show that she's demanded um, that he immediately return her stolen passport, birth certificate, wow. and social security. This is card. this is going to get dirty. Um, she cited irre- irreconcilable differences as the reason for the split, but has also requested their prenup agreement should be voided because it's based on quote fraud. Do we need her? Do we need? Does Jeremy Renner want to reach out to Ed's buddy who has has history dealing with Russian models maybe, to at, for maybe. maybe some advice because might that, need to. that that seems like the kind of expertise he yeah, would need. They have a daughter together. I think I guess he's afraid that she's going to um, bail back to Canada with the baby. That is an interesting interesting story. I would I didn't know he was married. I didn't no know one did. he was only married for 10 months. No I didn't one did. know he was married he to kept it secret. to a, a stripper and if you read the Here's comments he knocked re- her up and then he thought he would do the right thing yes. and then immediately regretted it, it because she's crazy it, and now it's all turning to If you read the comments you know of the stories it, she's also them. been rumored to be um, a little bit more than a stripper. Oh, really? All right, yeah. continue. Next story. Are we Bachelor? Yeah, but let's go to the Bachelor. Ed, I know you were wrapped in front of your TV okay. last night for the three-hour three hour Bachelor premiere. Three you and hours. Sitting on the There's couch, no way that they could hands. talk about enough. No, it was it was great, Ed. All of your favorites were there. There was a red carpet where all the bachelor uh-huh. previous bachelor contestants were the showing up, fam. like that one guy and that one other guy. And I was like, "Hey, there's that one guy." <laughs> and and 
and then we try to re- remember their name, and it was really, really good. Although it went on a little long, I ended up going to bed. But we have a new bachelor. He's super fit. He was the he was on the last Bachelorette. He's a farmer from Iowa. That's the whole premise of the show. Who will move to Iowa to be with this farmer who lives in a town of 400 people and rides a Harley and is cashed up and is super They're fit. apparently very racist. Is he? He requested no black women. Did he? Oh, but they have the yeah. token black girl still. Yeah, there's a black girl there, and yeah. she, she made... I, I read there was no black girl. No. Well, I mean, that doesn't make one racist. He, he requested. Right. Well, his, I, his I, request I thought, I, I thought I'd be in touch with the show, and I saw a headline, and I clicked on wow. it. She's, a, she's kind of like a medium-skinned black girl. She's attractive. She's yeah, attractive. she's not bad-looking. Okay, Kate, but what happened still, last night? It continues to be the whitest show on TV. That's for sure. Made for really basic white girls, and Brian loves it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, but I watch it. You know, it's, I, I like things about it. I am not impressed. I'll just come right out and say it. Not impressed with this crop with field. of bachelorettes. There are not too many lookers in the group, I would say. I, th- I think there's like two or three that are attractive. There's two, definitely. I'm sure we're talking about the same people. Britt and Becca. Are- I also like, um, there was one that's a widow oh, who I lost her, her husband like mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. I don't, I don't like her look. It's and it's not, it's too soon. It's too soon. She's a widow. A year and a half. Yeah. She's 28 and she's a widow. Yeah. Um, the big upset of the night was um, Tara. Um, she's a sport fishing enthusiast. That's what they list as her occupation. <laughs> Unemployed. Um, from Fort Lauderdale. She gets really wasted, like really drunk. One gets super drunk and, and she's like the drunk, swaying. Right, the, usually the drunk girl doesn't get picked. Like she can barely stand up during the rose ceremony. And um, But he gives her a rose. He keeps her around. So that was a big upset. A lot of the other girls that didn't get roses were like, couldn't believe it. One girl, um, her, her occupation was that she sold cadaver skin. Right. And she like really like played that up as her gimmick when she got there. Bad play on her part. Like no one really wants to think about dead bodies when you're trying to fall in love. Now, um, the front runner who got the first they they yeah. give a first impression rose yeah. at the cocktail party. Um, her name's Britt. She's a waitress from L.A., right? Yeah, she, yeah. She's, she's. They she's, also had a makeout session. She's twenty. The first they night. did. Yes, they oh, made I, didn't, out. I must have fallen asleep. Uh, she's going wire to wire. I yeah. like this Brit girl to win it all. I feel like they're going to throw some drama out at us throughout the season. They're going to try to do some misdirection. But at the end of the day, after the fantasy dates, when he samples the wares of the final three, he will be handing the fi- final rose. Oh, you're to calling it early. The, the bold move. Brit. Wire to wire. It's going to be Brit. Even, unless I mean, my did you girl, see the preview for the upcoming season? Well, I did. Yep. A lot the, of tears like I said, from Brit, too. Drama. They're going to mm-hmm. throw some drama at us. Also, I didn't see much of my girl Becca on there, who's my second favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. But I like Brit to go wire to wire. Ed, your thoughts? Oh, Ed, they also had a plus-size model this time. Oh, she didn't make it. Shockingly, she didn't make it through the first round. Ed, what are your thoughts? I feel like they're trying to diversify, but it's not really working. Ed? Good job. Good job. Go team. Go go bachelors. You're, so you, I, yes. I have no I have no thoughts, but they all all the names from the the eight bachelors we've discussed on the show in the past year, mm-hmm. uh, all the names sound the same. Britt and and uh, yeah, yeah Kelsey. They're, they're, they all sound there's Kelsey. Two, there's two Ashleys. Chelsea. Ed's far too hetero for the bachelor. What 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 else, Kate? Um, 
Well, who else stood out? Brittany, the WWE diva in training. Oh, she was that pretty was her good. Occupation. Yeah, That's she was, was pretty was good. Listening. I liked her. They brought on thirty girls. They clearly wanted some to separate the wheat from the chaff, so they threw a bit of chaff in there just Obviously to have the, some lulls. The best part is uh, the girls that don't get a rose and are in tears. A lot of crying. A lot of getting, drunkness. Can't deal with the rejection um, from a man that they spoke to for maybe five minutes. Some uh, there was a girl with crazy eyes and a belly. Mm-hmm. A bedazzled belly shirt yeah, that just couldn't understand teacher. why he wasn't into her. Also, that he didn't get to see her silly, fluffy white dog that she had at home. And the cliffhanger was that the yoga instructor who didn't get a rose either, instead of getting in the limo and going home, comes back into the house and it's really awkward and walks up to Chris. He's having a glass of champagne with all the other girls that are staying. And she walks up to him and asks him if she can talk to him. Yes, they love doing that. She, and she's just been rejected. She's been rejected. She's she had a cry back. on camera outside, and she said she she's the girl that you that you can't is impossible to break up with because she just won't take no for an answer. Yeah, she was wearing virginal so she's, white. She's gone back inside, and she's grabbed him and said, "Can I speak to you?" And then it ended. So we don't know why. They all say the same thing too. I think I deserve to stay. Well, he didn't like you. Yeah. I think I de- you know, I think I deserve to stay somewhere that people don't like me. Right. That should be the easiest breakup, yeah, right? Yeah. You don't even know the guy. Yeah, yeah. She, they, they, they've spent 30 seconds with him. Okay, it looks like it's going to be a great season. It's I know so that Ed will be wrapped in front of his television every... Well, as they, as they narrow down, I'll start to look at their profiles. Monday night, yes. Yeah, it's good when you look. You tell us their favorite movies. I, I trust you to be an expert as we discuss these girls more. Um, I did want to say that Carly, the cruise ship singer... Oh, yeah, she was great. Fun. She got a rose, though. Her, part She's got to be annoying. Part yeah. of, she, she was really annoying. She sang her intro. Her bio says, uh, can't, things I can't live without. And she lists God, mascara, her curling iron, and cut-off denim shorts. Yeah. Oh, Get it, girl. Wow. Like, that's not reason enough to watch. Okay. Excellent job, as always. A very jam-packed first show of the year, episode 53. We'll get together. We're going to do this again next week and every week for the rest of the year. Um... But until then, for Ed Daly, for Fancy Sauce, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you.